Hello and good day. This is the Bible Bard. Here's the place we are at today. The Bible says several things about the family Jesus was born into. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 16, the genealogy of Jesus' human father, Joseph, is provided and it states, quote, And Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. Comment. The entire story of the earthly father and mother of Jesus, their engagement, is in Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. Mary's pregnancy by the Holy Spirit is in Matthew chapter 1, verse 20. Their marriage is in Matthew chapter 1, verse 24. The birth of Jesus is in Matthew 1, chapter 1, verse 25. And the details of which are all available in Luke chapter 1, verse 26, all the way through to Luke chapter 3. Number two, in Matthew 13, 55 through 56, and Mark 6, verse 3, describe other natural-born siblings of Jesus that Mary and Joseph had after Jesus' birth. The text details what neighbors in Jesus' hometown said when exasperated by the miracles Jesus was performing. They said, quote, Isn't this the carpenter? Isn't this Mary's son and the brother of James, Joseph? Judas and Simon, aren't his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Comment. Here's a great example of the text in the Bible meeting with ideology. Both Catholic and Orthodox Christianity explain away this text by providing alternative interpretations that line up with their ideology. These include the idea that Mary, as the, quote, mother of God, unquote, must herself have had an, quote, immaculate conception, unquote, meaning she had to be free of human sin in order for her to have God give her this pregnancy and then give birth to Jesus. There are two other ideological ideas about Jesus and Mary that include her perpetual virginity, the Theotokos, and her assumption into heaven. See, Mary is treated in a special way other than as a human female. Additional stories are provided to support these human speculations of ideology to make the brothers and sisters named in the text Jesus's cousins by proclaiming that Joseph married another woman than Mary so she could remain a virgin, and that that woman, her name is given, various different names are given for her, Melka, Eska, Salome, the name differs. Uh, they, that that woman conceived as Joseph's wife and gave birth to the children listed in the text, which the text shows are Jesus' natural brothers and sisters, but the ideology says are Jesus' cousins. The Bible Bard hasn't and doesn't go into ideology to find beliefs. The idea that Mary, the mother of Jesus, had to be different in nature from all other women so that God could select her as the mother for Jesus is not supported in the New Testament. The story of Mary's selection to be Jesus' mother is found in Luke chapter 1, verses 26 to 36. There is no mention of Mary being anything but a normal human female. Yes, she is special, 
because God chose her from all women of her generation to be pregnant with and give birth to Jesus, his only begotten son. But no other distinction is given her in the text itself. Other thoughts are added to make her biblical description accord with church doctrine and ideology. The Bible Bard rejects such extra-biblical ideas because they are extra-biblical. The biblical text is what we must exclusively rely upon for our understanding of God and of human beings. We will rely upon the Bible because it reveals who God is and who human beings are. This podcast has mentioned several times that New Testament Christianity is a revealed religion, as is Judaism and Islam. Therefore, God has told us in his scriptures what he wants us to know. We do not need to add or take away anything that makes us uncomfortable in our various human cultural environments. The Bible Bard is concerned about what any text in the Bible says in a simple and direct reading. And in fact, for this podcast, the Bible Bard is only concerned with Bible texts that are so simple, direct, and clear that all readers of them uniformly agree with what the text says, even if they find non-biblical reasons to interpret it differently. We want to know what the Bible says. We do not care if others rely on theological systems based upon a rational human logic that is imposed upon the text in order to gain the comfort of some human rationalizations about the content. No, for the Bible bard, the text itself is higher than those who claim that they only are the preservers of it, and therefore only they can interpret it. The text is higher than those who presume they have rights to it that make them special. Theirs is an inauthentic authority. The text is its own authority. The human audience has the final right of belief and faith in the God of the text, or rejection of that God, if the text in some way offends them. But no human being or organization has the right to use the text as a foundation for other non-biblical beliefs that they promote, which even very often contradict or supersede the text itself. This is the way the Bible Bard works. Brief recitations, closely focused, no distractions, no rabbit trails. Send the Bible Bard any questions or remarks you care to offer to BibleBardUS at gmail.com. Glad to hear from you. Thanks in advance for following and sharing content from the Bible Bard community. Thanks for listening. The Bible Bard does not get information about Jesus from religion or some theology people have developed in the past. The Bible itself in its plain literary expressions in its text is the source of all revealed knowledge about God. We're archaeologists trying to get to that source. Once you know what the Bible says, because you have read it or heard its clear teaching for yourself, you are no longer dependent on religious ideology for your information. Get what the Bible says.